Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit healthlock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's healthlock.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Brandon's a dumb beast. Brandon is our donkey. That hey, we, he's, he's got ears. He's a dumb beast. Look at the Bible says so. It's a dumb beast. Um, it's a donkey. And um, and when we have him bray for breaking news, I wish he had a like a different bray or a sarcastic bray. If it's dumb breaking news, speaking of dumb beasts, if it's breaking news you don't care about, but breaking news, breaking news. <laughs> nice job, you dumb beast. <laughs> now he has feelings. When news breaks, the donkey, the Bible, the the, the rest of you, all of you. Zip it. When news breaks, the donkey brays. Cory Booker has dropped out of the presidential race. All right. Cory Booker, the senator from New Jersey. <laughs> Nobody cares. All right, moving bye on. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mention again, we talked to a consultant friend of ours on Friday who does research in what people are interested in and talk radio, and he says, your audience has no interest in the Democratic race for president. Right. So Certainly not down into the weeds of it. No. Goodbye, Corey. 
The only possible interesting note there is he was on the short list of people that thought, you know, the, this could be a big deal. Oh, on paper, yeah. he, he was thought to be. Of course, a, that's almost the, the number of times that somebody in the Northeast, because it's in their media <laughs> right, world, yeah, is, yeah. is amazing. Well, one more note you might care about just slightly is that I, I heard a big feature on one of your liberal news networks about why he never caught hold. Number one explanation, racism. <laughs> oh, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, among Democrats. Right. In the party uh, of Obama. Um, the country that elected Obama twice. I hadn't intended on talking about this again, but I brought up the fact that people are starting to shop for their food or get their food at uh, convenience stores. All right? Yeah. They, they become half a fast food joint. Destination place. And uh, they talk about millennials, how they don't want to spend that much time in there. I made the joke that millennials were the worst generation because I heard somebody say this the other day. No generation has ever been beaten up as much as those millennials. And that's true. It's just it's stupid. So. It's so stupid. The whole generation thing in general is stupid. Yes. Because the range is so wide. Right. The idea that the oldest of any of these generations has much in common with the youngest. Yeah. And doesn't have more in common with the youngest of the next generation. It's well, just stupid. And within every generation, you got your super achievers, you got your average jokes, you got your artists, and the rest of it. So. And then in particular, the way they the, the millennials get beat up in pop culture, who raised them? <laughs> they didn't come up with these ideas on their own. Mm. All right? Oh. But the... Uh, think about it. We touched a nerve with people on... Uh, eating at uh, various convenience stores and stuff. Casey's Gas Stations in Arkansas. Boy, somebody from Iowa said the same thing. Their food is fantastic. I go out of my way to eat there. Wow. I wonder what sort of fare they have. I'll look it up. Um, yes. Got a whole bunch of texts that just rolled in on, on different things. So I have to scroll oh, okay. down. Love oh. Wawa and Sheets. I will go out of my way to eat there. A.M.P.M. stores are amazing for eating. God, I go to A.M.P.M. Amazing. I don't find it Wait amazing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know it's the age of hyperbole, but the Ampum is is amazing. You're easily amazed. Well, what, what, amazing how do you react sandwiches. when you see a squirrel run across the lawn? Are you amazed by that? I have a colleague who says the best pizza in Iowa is from Casey's gas station. Okay. I've Somebody never says had the pleasure. Seven Eleven hot dogs are the best hot dogs. I haven't had a 70 hot dog. I'll have to try it out. Maybe they've I, upgraded. I find this hard to believe, but yeah. th- maybe they have all upgraded. They've all upgraded. Yeah, back, back in the day when the joke used to be about hot dogs, that it's eyelids, lips, and anuses. Yeah. That, well, what kind of a joke is that? Well, the, the, the rumor I'm not is laughing at this joke. Certain fast food I'm places. I'm not laughing, damn it. I'm not laughing. <laughs> certain fast food, or I'm sorry, uh, certain uh, gas stations said no thank you to the eyelids and the lips. All right? That's how bad those dogs were. If the modern dog has improved, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Anyway, so people waiting. Amazing. Eat more at your gas stations. That's the point of this story. So uh, we did a little uh, end of the year, end of the decade stuff um, a couple of weeks ago, but I came across this. If there's anything about the last decade, the tens or whatever they're going to call the decade, it is really how the Internet and and the way we use the Internet took off and changed life for everybody. There's there's no doubt. That was a turning point in history. People will look back on that hundreds of years from now, I think, as a turning point for humanity. The great transition, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what was that transition going to be like? Well, they saw it coming in 
Wired magazine, this guy that apparently uh, a journalist named John Katz, who is very well respected and still is for writing for this sort of thing, um, predicted in 1997 in a long article in Wired magazine what the Internet was going to do for us. And I thought I would just read a little bit of this. Of course, knowing with the background that if I had my way, we'd go back to pre-Internet. I think the Internet has been a net negative for humanity. You're in favor of unplugging the Internet. The journalist John Katz argued the country was on the verge of something even greater than prosperity and progress, something that would change the course of world history. Led by the digital nation, a new social class of young, educated, affluent urbanites whose business, social, and cultural lives increasingly revolve around the Internet, a revolution was at hand which would produce unprecedented levels of civic engagement and freedom. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's an optimist. Well, or just... That's what you thought would happen. A lot of people thought that's what would happen. The tools of this revelation were facts, which the digital nation was obsessed with, and with which they would destroy or at least neuter partisan politics, which were boring and suspicious. Oh, wow. Partisan politics. Swing and a miss. (laughs) Partisan politics will end because of all the facts that we'll be able to get out there. Yes. Ah, sir, what if somebody uh, puts falsehoods out? (laughs) What? Katz wrote, I saw the formation of a new post-political philosophy. This nascent ideology, fuzzy and difficult to define, suggests a blend of some of the best values rescued from tired old dogmas. The humanism of liberalism, the economic opportunity of conservatism, plus a strong sense of personal responsibility and a passion for freedom. That's what I think every time I get on Twitter. Personal responsibility and... Wow. Comparing the coming changes the Internet will bring us to the Enlightenment, Katz lauded an interactivity that could bring a new kind of community, new ways of holding political conversations, a media and political culture in which people could amass factual material, voice their perspectives, confront other points of view, and discuss issues in a rational way. Well, he was right to a large extent. He just forgot he's talking about homo sapiens. <laughs> Such a sensible, iterative American public life contained, Katz wrote, the tantalizing possibility that technology could fuse with politics to create a more civil society. You know what that is, and this returns to our theme of last hour, whatever it was, he thought the means of humans interacting would change human nature, as opposed to humans trying and trying and trying until the new means reflected the old ways of doing things and we were at each other's throats and... Yelling at each other again. I kind of skipped the point of this. They were doing a look back there on Wired on how the Internet has really ruined humanity in a whole bunch of different ways. Mm. And uh, we're all the worse for it. And they go through it. We all know the obvious ways that, that, that this has happened. How we're all staring at our phones all the time, reading stuff that's probably crap, um, feeling worse about ourselves, etc. Et we have et generations of people who are afraid to talk to anyone else or call them on the phone. i got to sneeze. Hold on for a second. Jack's got to sneeze, everybody. Hold on. Allergies. Hmm? And there goes my soul. Oh. Escaped into the ether. What are you, a third century pope? You'll I was be just, fine. I was reading from a guy named Katz in Wired Magazine. Katz is notable for its relative restraint. The long boom, an infamous piece published in Wired just three months later, predict, predicted the spread of digital networks to every corner of the planet, leading to the great cross-fertilization of ideas, the ongoing never-ending planetary conversation that would culminate in 2020 in a civilization of civilizations. They would set foot on Mars in a species-wide harmony. 
All right. Wow. Well, well, grow up, man. Uh, you know, a lot. Uh, some some of that is true. The connectedness of the planet, the exchange of ideas, the reach of information into the huts of sub-Saharan Africa. A lot of that is happening. Unfortunately, the global and soon-to-be intergalactic harmony that they predicted, not so much. I'll wrap this up. Looking back from the shaky edge of a new decade, it's clear that the past 10 years saw many Americans snap out of this dream, shaken awake by a brutal series of shocks and dislocations from the very changes that were supposed to, quote, create a civilization in the mind of cyberspace. When they opened their eyes, they did indeed see that the digital nation had been born, only it hadn't set them free. They were being ruled by it. It hadn't tamed politics. It sent them berserk, and it hadn't brought people closer together. It had alienated them. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's funny. I'm, I'm sorting it through my head. It's easier to see in my head than to express exactly. But those of us who understand that human nature doesn't change, Across the hundreds, nay, thousands of years, Jack hit us with a, a great quote from Marcus Aurelius about this same thing. He was, you know, right, right after Jesus. Is that right? A hundred years or so? Um, about how human nature doesn't change. People who think that the new thing or the new candidate or if they can just talk at you long enough, they can actually change human nature. They think they're obvious. I'm sorry. They think they're optimists. I think they're dreamers, and not in a good way. They're just, you don't understand human beings. They think people like us are pessimists, when I'm not at all. I'm a realist, and I'm fine with the fact that human nature doesn't change. I mean, I understand that we're a dangerous, ugly, backbiting, lying, power-grabbing, murderous, on the brink of civilization breaking down species, and always have been. But that's what we are. So you you have to, you know, you, you once said to me years and years ago, it stuck in my mind, it's one of the funniest and smartest things I've ever heard, why don't you move to a universe where that isn't true? This is what we are. So I'm fine with it. I don't like it per se, but I don't like that I'm not, you know, a $30 million a year Cy Young Award winner either, but i got to live with it. Yeah. um, A lot of really smart people make assumptions, uh, smart and nice people, smart, nice and fair people. Heck yeah. Make all kinds of assumptions assuming that other people are either like that or will become like that. Right. If I can just spend a little time with those people, they will become smart and nice and benevolent as well. Good luck. God, that is something. Yeah. Partisan politics will go away. We'll all be armed with facts to have reasonable conversations about the issues. And we'll be... Oh, oh that's hilarious. We'll be so <laughs> jazzed up with harmony, we'll need to export it to Mars. Because there's so much damn harmony, we can't fit anymore. <laughs> Where do you get a lot of room? Mars. Swing and a miss. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, somebody um, uh, mentioned. 
mentioned it on the text line, and I had told this story a couple of weeks ago, a fascinating book about the printing press and how that had to do with the uh, the witch hunts. Real, you know, real actual witch hunts, not not oh. the phrase witch hunt when you're referring to... Mr. President. Whatever. Right. But actual hunting witches. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, people thought the printing press, well, this will lead to more facts, and there'll be less superstition and everything like that. And people, more learning. People they were imme- right. People immediately started printing up pamphlets full of... Fake news about witches, yeah, and it led she's to, a witch, and it led to sixty thousand people being killed because people thought they were witches. Horribly, yeah. Before we got it all sorted out, so yeah. Anyway, that you know what? I'll bet that guy who wrote that article for Wired didn't know that. Possibly. Or he he might have start, stopped and thought, oh, wait a minute, uncomfortable parallel here. Oh, speaking of the internet, did you hear about Facebook's glitch? Over the weekend? No. They had a software, they did a software update thing, and and somebody uh, screwed up the code in a way that I can't possibly comprehend. I don't wish I I were on Facebook, but I do feel like I'm missing out on a cultural phenomenon. Not not anything that I want, but I'm I'm unaware of something that's very important to a lot of people's lives. You know, yeah, yeah. It makes me a little bit sad. My wife is on Facebook a fair amount. Um, I'm not for a variety of reasons, but... Since it is the way a lot of my old friends now communicate, they don't text or call or say, hey, here's what happened to me. They figure everybody knows because I Mm, posted it. That's interesting. They've pulled back from the more conventional stuff. And since I'm not on Facebook, I'm like, you know, even more alienated than ever. I need to wear all black and smoke. Why don't I? So anyway, uh, Facebook had this uh, glitch that my understanding of it is, it was it caused web uh, the the pages to be way too transparent where if you did the right things you could see everything that had happened in the edits and who had done them and stuff like that wow. in a way that normally isn't true wow now i wouldn't know i wouldn't know how to begin to figure this out but no. people did and one of the most notable uh, things that came out of it was uh, little greta thunberg's uh, page you know less than, you've been in school less than Greta Thunberg. Um, turns out her plucky and wise little innocent pages, she just wants the planet, or her posts on her page, she just wants the planet to be better. A lot of them were written by her father and posted by her father. Is and, this shocking to anyone? And an Indian climate activist, name of Adarsh Prathap. Um, and they've come out and tried to spin it, but yeah, I, yeah, no, it doesn't surprise me a bit. She is probably uh, a sincere and 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 energetic young woman who's concerned about the planet, and in that way of teenagers, uh, takes it way 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 over the top. But she didn't but come the up with that on her own. Using her. Yeah, she didn't come up with that all on her own. Well, if, she may have come up with the beginning of it, but in terms of being a global super celebrity, if she'd grown yeah. up in my house, I doubt she would be what she is. She yeah. wouldn't have won the Nobel Peace Prize or whatever she won. What'd she win? Is that what she won? Uh, Nobel no. Peace Prize? No, she, did she? She no, she was so. Times Person of the Year. That's right, right. Sickening. Anyway, uh, but a nice kid, and and that's fine. But yeah, obviously she now is a tool of some fairly powerful forces. Who won the Nobel Peace Prize? Remember, she was on the list, and we thought it'd be horrifying if she won. Was it the guy, or am I thinking last year in Nigeria who helped settle the war? Well, that may have been last year. I don't remember. It's a dumb prize, anyway. I'm in favor of peace. But I'm not in favor of the Nobel Peace Prize. It's mm-hmm. silly. Mm-hmm. But just one final note. I'm going to get this on, then I'm going to stop talking about it. 
But as a a father of a kid on the autism spectrum, there's this article, quarter of American children with autism go undiagnosed, according to a study. I'd say the number's at least that high, um, and and they point out that the sooner you know, the better you can do as a parent. I don't doubt that. And treatments, and just, and you know, again, speaking from my own painful experience, knowing how to approach it as a parent, why is my kid like this? Um, etc. But it starts, the opening sentence is, individuals on the autism spectrum are just as capable as anyone else of having an enjoyable, meaningful life. That, that sort of sunshiny, yeah. rah-rah crap, you know, yeah. it's going to be an enormous challenge. Who is served by the, the silly know. sunshine lemonade stuff? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, thanks thanks for that. We're out of time. <laughs> this because i don't think you need to know much actually uh research would show you don't want to know much about this there is a democratic debate tomorrow night i think because there is a democratic debate tonight tomorrow night it's the last one before voting actually starts in iowa um nancy pelosi is sending over the impeachment articles the next day so they can all be there for the debate on wednesday and then impeachment will start in the senate also oscar nominations are out today leading the pack with 11 nominations joker And Scarlett Johansson got nominated twice. Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress, I think. Two different movies, and uh, that hasn't happened in many years, and nobody's ever won two. She could win both. Yeah. That'd be something. Lovely gal. Fine actress. Dating uh, Colin Jost from Saturday Night Live. Is that right? Yeah. I think they're engaged, actually. Active couple. That's fantastic. Yeah, they'll have good-looking kids. Uh, so uh, I would watch the debate tomorrow night, but Tuesday night is the night my dog Baxter licks his paws <laughs> and makes disgusting <laughs> licky sounds, and I'd, I'd prefer that. <laughs> so, yeah, the debate. You did pass those articles of impeachment on or shut up. All right? No more. Ne- 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 I'm going to stop drinking next week. Either stop drinking or be quiet. Like my wife said to me, either go to the doctor or stop telling me how much your knee hurts. <laughs> All right, fair enough. One pundit weighed in on Cory Booker leaving the race. Yes, yeah, so the president of the United States uh, tweeted, and I quote, Really big breaking news. Kidding. Booker, who is in zero polling territory, just dropped out of the presidential primary race. Now I can rest easy tonight. I was so <laughs> concerned that I would someday have to go head-to-head with him. <laughs> Oh, boy. Why does he feel the need? It's like I guess high school mean girls. I guess because it makes people like me laugh. That's it, why he Well, it. it did. <laughs> That's, it's uh, stringing up the likes by the thousands, oh, by the boy. tens of thousands. Oh, boy. So, listen, yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I wanted a little more time to talk about that autism headline in the lead article. I just, I don't, who is that? I get, I get it. I get it. Um. Individuals on the autism spectrum are just as capable as anyone else of having an enjoyable, meaningful life. That sort of thing needs to go away. I know, it really does. I have a feeling that is written by a 22-year-old, probably woman, who just wants to be supportive and positive. And I get that. Mm -hmm. It comes from a good place. But, you know, parents who've dealt with any kid with special needs don't need sunshine. They need encouragement, maybe. But they live in the real world where things are often quite challenging and will be for the rest of their child's life. So, you know, don't blow sunshine up my hind end, sweetheart. Um, 
But anyway, the point of the article is that a lot of kids go undiagnosed, and and the earlier you can get a diagnosis, the more helpful it is. I certainly agree with that. Uh, Listen, uh, this uh, tape is getting a lot of attention. We're going to play it for you, and then our take might be a little different than you might expect, but there's this football player named Marshawn Lynch. He was a superstar running back for the Seattle uh, Seahawks for a long time. Then he uh, he was a free agent, and they didn't re-sign him. He was expensive. He's getting older, and he ended up not getting a gig at all. He's out of football for a year, something like that, a little more. And uh, but then Seattle, his old team, had this nightmarish run of losing their their running backs to injuries. Like in one game, three of them went down. It was, it was crazy. Um, and so they thought, who do we get? Who do we get? Why not bring back old Marshawn Lynch? He's a fan favorite. He's one of the superstars of the team's glory years. And so they bring him back. Turns out the old guy was pretty darn defective. He, he did well. The one thing you need to know about Marshawn Lynch is he never talks to the media. He he uh, shows up. He's required by the league to show up and answer questions. He will give one-word answers at most and then leave the minute they let him. He just doesn't like talking to the media. Well, after this last game, which may well be his last game ever, he decided to talk to the media, and here's a bit of what he said. Well, look, I'll say like this, though, right? It's a vulnerable time for a lot of these young dudes, you feel me? They don't be taking care of their chicken right, you feel me? So if there was me or if I had an opportunity to let these little uh, young sahibs know something, i say take care of y'all money, African, because... That shit don't last forever. Now, I done been on the other side of a retirement, and it's good when you get over there and you can do what you want to. So I tell y'all right now while y'all in it, take care of y'all bread. So when y'all done, you go ahead and take care of yourself. So while y'all at it right now, take care of y'all bodies. You know what I mean? Don't take care of y'all chicken. You feel me? Don't take care of y'all mentals because, look, we ain't lasting that long. Um, you know, I had a couple players that I played with that, you know what I mean? They no longer Oh, it fades like a hit record on <laughs> Top 40 Radio. That's interesting. What does he mean, take care of your chicken? Does he mean your head? I, I don't know. Is that your head? That's the one part I'm utterly mystified by. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, they no longer. So, I mean, you feel me? Start taking care of y'all mentals, y'all bodies, and y'all chicken. So when y'all, you know, ready to walk away, you walk away and you be able to do what you want to do. But I appreciate it. Thank y'all. I have a good day. Do most NFL players have pet chickens? Uh, I don't know what Take he's talking your about. Take care your chicken. I guess Take you're in your, your head. Chicken. Your head, your brain. Well, he, so- he sounds like listening to an old-time jazz musician is what he sounds right. like to Take me. Take care of your mentals. Listen, the guy's hey, listen, from... African. Keep, a, keep hold of your money. Right. He's from rural... Is it Mississippi? Marshawn? I don't know. And his, uh, his uh, uh, syntax is a little different than the kind I grew up with. But two things for you to know, because making fun of how dumb football players are... He doesn't sound dumb to me. ...is is the reaction a lot of people have to that. Really? That's interesting. I would not take that away if I listened to that. Well, and that's... That come on. Be, uh, the dumb football player is, is like a, a, a trope from oh, the oh, beginning yeah. of football. And I've known many football players, yeah. and many of them were very dumb. But listening to that, my first thought wouldn't have been... He sounds dumb. Yeah, syntax is just completely different. Here's a guy who said, listen, I never talked to the media. Here's what I want to say to you young guys. Take care of your brain. Look after your brain. Look after your emotional health. Look after your financial health, because this money does not last forever. And be smart. He said it in a unique way, phraseology I wouldn't use, but. And then, and uh, thank you to executive producer Mike Hansen for pointing this out. 
the great Aaron Rodgers, first ballot Hall of Famer, Green Bay Packers, uh, said of Marshawn Lynch, he is one of my all-time favorite teammates. I only had one year to play with him. He's just an incredible personality and charisma, so much fun to be around. Um, I just have a ton of respect for his career. He's one of those transcendent players that is so likable and so respected by so many people. I'm just so fortunate to have gotten to play with him for a year. How about that? Isn't we got that interesting. We got the authoritative word on what chicken is. Okay. First of all, Marshawn. Is that an urban dictionary thing? Marshawn's from Oakland. Is, is that right? From, yeah. That uh, I must be thinking of somebody else. Oh well, there are a lot of NFL players. <laughs> uh, dudes, chicken is money. Followed by yo. Kind of funny listening to y'all guess about this. Chicken is your girlfriend. Haha, <laughs> funny you listening about this. Chicken is your brain. Yo, chicken is your money. So, I don't know. It's either your money, your girlfriend, or your brain. <laughs> you feel me? They don't be taking care of their chicken right. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, I do feel chicken. you. Hell yeah, I feel you. I don't understand you, but I feel you. And I, I am certain it comes from a sincere place. Somebody said it means eat right, healthy, etc. So, eat lean white meat. Or your girlfriend, or your money, or your brain. You feel me? Do we have anybody else? Anybody <laughs> else like to weigh in? No, your your chicken is your house paint. Make sure you keep your house painted <laughs> so that your siding doesn't deteriorate in the rain. He learned that in Seattle. All right, whatever. Anyway, could be as simple as uh, I do feel he has you. friends who own chickens. It could be that he has friends who own chickens and have been neglecting them. You feel me? And he, I do feel. They don't be taking care of their chicken, right? Well, you feel right. me? Well, and if you don't take care of the chickens, I mean, they got hen, they got brains like a like a you know jelly bean. You got to take care of them. So I mean, you feel me? Start taking care of y'all mentals, y'all bodies, and y'all chicken. That's really, really good advice for young NFL players. Except the chicken part, I don't get. <laughs> I think it's your brain, but whatever. But he said your mentals. Yeah. But is that it, your emotion? Your emotional health? Yeah. You might have meant that. Yeah. Yeah, I think brain, yeah, I think that, that'd be my guess, but I, I don't claim to have any idea. That's yeah. for certain. The guys asked about his glories, about his comeback. In fact, the question that led up to that was Marshawn, how do you feel about your comeback? Four touchdowns in three games. And he said, Take care of your chicken. He you feel me? <laughs> he they said, don't be taking care of their chicken, right? Well, you feel me? I do feel you. But I think chicken is car. <laughs> All right. It's your car? You know what? No, it's not your car. And mentals are the brake pads, so it's... <laughs> Given the opportunity to tout his own glories, he said, here's all I want to say. Here's advice to young players. Hmm. Then thank you very much. I'm out. There you That's go. a good man. So, boy, there's been talk about this over the last several years, and now New York's looking at making a law. If you have sex with somebody who's been drinking at all... It is by definition not consensual. Great, Scott. that could get ugly. We got the details on this what coming up. What planet are you people from? <laughs> this is coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Dead, passed away last week. Too young. Brain cancer. Oh. So, 
I don't know. I shouldn't read the text line. I need a filter that fe- that, that filters out any commentary on the quality of the show. Because it goes back to back, you know, love your show better than ever, followed by show's gone to crap. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what are you doing? I just, I, I like the information you all send. Yeah. You know, hey, oh. did you see this or yeah. this? Or I was once at a blank or whatever. But right, just yeah. General comments on the quality of the program. It's, it's like the email line. I about want those... two-thirds of it is just great. And then the other third is, uh, you know, I want to come to your home and, and, and hit you with a good heavy stick. <laughs> and so with a good weight to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some density. Yeah. <laughs> so... This has been a topic of conversation um, uh, for the last couple of years in America. Um, what is rape? What is not rape? Especially getting around uh, the issue of alcohol, if you've had anything to drink. And, and Oh, I know various, colleges have gone nuts yeah, on this stuff. College campus, way overboard. Yeah, college campuses have gone so far that in some cases saying that if, well, if they had anything to drink, then then it's not, you can't have sex with them because they, they, they're not in their state. State of right state of mind. Right. Even is, an adult female cannot give consent, but having had one drink. But what college campuses think is is one thing. What is the law is another thing. And in New York, in New York, because I'm kind of drunk now, I thought it'd be helpful to be a little drunk to read this story. Uh, Governor Cuomo has announced sweeping changes to the criminal laws governing governing intoxicated sex. He believes they're closing a loophole in the rape laws to make it so that not only involuntary but voluntarily intoxicated people are unable to consent to sexual activity. It has been the law and should be the law that if you sneak somebody some intoxicants of some, you know, Bill Cosby, you, you, you try to get them all messed up and have sex with them, that, that, that's a crime. It ought mm-hmm. to be a crime. Yeah. But yeah. somebody who, who drank on their own, and then it gets to how much, I think, most of us, you know, going to that horrifying case with that Stanford kid in California, most of us believe somebody passed out, and that's rape. Right. Yeah. Um. A too drunk to like barely talk. That's rape. But how but then about when, do you, when do you cross? Where do you cross the line? If there are two TWO drunk who are too drunk, right? At what point do you start assigning uh, responsibility? The proposed- there have been plenty of women rape men who are drunk. In by this definition, too. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'd like to thank them. How drunk is too drunk? Uh, argues this person who's worried about the law, if it would come to pass. If sex is a crime whenever a person has had more than one drink, then a lot of today's ordinary sex is rape, obviously. Some have suggested that a person is too drunk for sex whenever they would not have gauged, would not have agreed to the sex if they were sober. I think that's the European standard. Yeah, which is just uh, untenable. It's unusable. This standard, of course, would make the many alcohol-fueled liaisons that provoke morning guilt rape. Yeah. A sober well, judgment. Some of your Nordic countries actually have that, and that's precisely right. If you feel bad about it the next day, it's rape. That's called the sober judgment standard. If you get up the next day and you say to a policeman, a judge, whatever, if I'd have been sober, I wouldn't have had sex with that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm stereotyping, but it's usually going to be a woman blaming a man. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have had sex with that guy if I'd have been sober. If you say that, it's then rape. That standard is especially problematic considering the social science that people, particularly young, nervous, and dare I say repressed people, I don't know if you need to say that, but people indulge in intoxicants precisely to facilitate sex. Takes the edge off for those insecurity producing emotionally fraught encounters. That certainly happens. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's uh, listen, I don't mean to minimize uh, sex or rape or anything else, but there's a reason people have a couple of drinks before they decide dancing's a good idea. 
it just removes your inhibitions. The people go to a club, <laughs> but they can't. So they obviously want to dance, but they don't until they've had a couple of I drinks. I could honestly say to a judge, I would not have danced had I been sober. Bill Cosby a crime has been committed. Be <laughs> slip me a roofie <laughs> to make me dance. Uh, yeah, I, d- I just don't get what color is the sky in I, your world who thinks this is a good idea? If this happens in New York, that's horrifying. Yeah, it is. And that would include, oh. so that would en- encompass, obviously, New York City and several giant college campuses. Um, just, yeah, it's just so obviously unworkable and and denies just reality. Well, what, what was your, what is your courting, what were your courting days like? Yeah, what is your life experience? And listen, if you have are sober, have always been sober, religious thing or whatever, and, and, and you don't hang around with anybody who drinks, let somebody who understands how it works step in here. You you shouldn't be passing laws. And if you, on a on a <laughs> Sunday morning, actually think, I would not have, you know, if you ask me right now whether I'd like to have sex with that person, I would say no, I wouldn't have. But it might not be the, the two drinks. It might be the team won the football game and everybody was cheering and your mm-hmm. friend was making out with that guy and just there were the other in the mood. There yeah. were other things going on that made it seem like, you ever done anything completely sober? <laughs> that you look at it later and think, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. You ever done that ever in your life? Oh yeah, a thousand times. Please. I just got caught up in the enthusiasm of, right. of something and bought this. Right. I was perfectly sober. If I had the choice right now, I wouldn't have bought it. So is that a crime? Did they steal from me? The thing that bothers me a lot, especially as the the dad of daughters, is that uh, so many of these progressive policies infantilize women. They pitch the idea that women are utterly defenseless and that a a woman is not responsible for protecting herself. If she has so much as one drink, she is utterly helpless and, and the rest of humanity needs to save her. As opposed to the message that I've tried to give my daughters, look, you are in charge of your safety. Because you are going to be the victim if you are unsafe. So, protect yourself. Be aware of what it feels like to be intoxicated. What? How does that affect your decision making? Do you understand that guys are made to be horny and want to reproduce? All right? Might be a good guy, but he really, really, really wants to have sex with you. And if he gets drunk, he might make some really bad decisions. So, if you get within a, to 20 miles... Of a situation like that, understand there is danger there. Oh, so you're saying rape is okay? No, you moron people. You, especially your your activist types. Be realistic about the way human beings are. That doesn't excuse dudes. Dudes, you don't get to touch a woman who doesn't ask for it, all right, in any way. But the idea that women are helpless after one drink, it infantilizes them. Um, boy, they get into real some real interesting specifics in here, and from a, looking at it from a legal standpoint. But the whole mutually trashed situation, where you got, which is you know commonly the case, you both drank the same amount. Um, you're both really drunk, right? Boy, if somebody claims something at that point, then where are you? And who raped who? who right? Who started this? And uh, who touched? Uh, did you touch her thigh first? She claims you did. I think she touched mine. Well, she claims you. What the? Where do you go from there? I don't, I don't. I swear. Sometimes these people don't live in the real world. They live in the theoretical world of research papers and social classes and impassioned uh, uh, editorials on HuffPo. Yeah, and as they, the, the their conclusion is, this does not make things better for rape victims because, um, well, oh my he, gosh, 
Either right. you, either you'll end up with a whole bunch of young men who have rape on their record, who just had a drunken, you know, sexual night like lots of people have, and somebody regretted it later, or we get so used to that idea that they got rape on their record, we we stop paying that much attention to it. Right. Oh yeah, you had a rape in college. Who doesn't? If every reg- regrettable act of physical love is rape. Nothing is rape. That's ugly. Yeah, that's that's. We don't want to do that to rape, folks. Don't start calling everything rape. That doesn't help. It's like the modern everything's racism. That's not good. Might become the law in New York. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.